Our third lesson today is taken from the Old Testament book of Isaiah. And as you know, we have been uh, studying from Isaiah, uh, looking for uh, the Lord's voice uh, through the prophet, the varied signs that, uh, that were spoken that point to the coming of the Messiah. And so today we, uh, we hear from uh, Isaiah 9, verses 2 through 7. Let's hear this from God's word. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation increased and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in, uh, in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with, with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord's Almighty will accomplish this. This is God's word. May it be a deep and abiding blessing to each of us, not only as we... Uh, hear this word read, but as we seek now to take our lives and apply them to it. Well, the Christmas cards have been uh, rolling in at the Grieve household. Every one of them has been special. We have so enjoyed hearing from friends during this very special season of the year. One of the cards was most special. It was the one we received from our kids in Nashville. We won't be seeing them this Christmas because of COVID. That makes their card all the more special, such as doing Christmas during a pandemic. Every one of us can relate. Cheryl and I were initially struck by the envelope. Uh, clearly, the handiwork of the envelope is courtesy of our beloved Charlotte, uh, who is a first grader. She addresses the, the card, Gigi and Big Dog Greed. And I've got to ask, how did Gigi get top billing? Well, I know the answer to that. What really, uh, what really struck me was the card on the inside. It was one of those uh, shutterfly deals where uh, there are a lot of pictures of the family. I just love those kinds of cards. We've gotten many of them. I, I love them, whether they are pictures of our own family or somebody else's. As you may know, our youngest grandchild, Miles Thomas, was born on April 2nd of this year, right at the beginning of uh, the pandemic. Uh, he's prominently featured on the card. While uh, Brian and Cassie uh, were pictured in other places, as were uh, Charlotte and Maggie, uh, I found myself uh, drawn to what Brian and Cassie had printed right below Miles's picture. I think it really hits home. You might not 
not be able to see it, but here's, uh, here's what, it, what it says. Many blessings from our family to yours this holiday season. We welcomed Miles Thomas Grieve into our family on April 2nd, 2020. He is the blessing this year needed. He is the blessing this year needed. Well, it has been quite a year indeed, yet through it all, you and I have seen rays of light all around us, whether it be a Miles Thomas or, or another birth or another circumstance in our lives. We've, we've seen those rays of light all around us in the mix of everything that we have faced. We do well to pause and consider those rays of light, particularly this season of the year. I am confident that our lives will be brightened. Hear what the prophet says. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. I hope you're seeing that light. It is all around you. The good news of God's love in Jesus Christ is piercing the darkness in wonderful and profound ways. I pray that you have the eyes to see. Birth announcements are simply wonderful. We love hearing the news of a, of a baby about to be born. We rejoice with the parents and we certainly offer our prayers for the child. Birth announcements carry with them all sorts of excitement. All concerned are filled with anticipation. If you think about it, those birth announcements announce the, the joyous news uh, that, that is about to take place. It is some of the most joyous news that any of us can receive. Some of the birth, birth announcements we get in the mail can be quite creative. I, I remember receiving uh, the birth announcement from Brian and Cassia announcing Charlotte's birth. That was now some six years ago. It was right around Christmas. It was a card with a, a photo of the, of the two of them. And then just to, to their side was their dog, uh, Lucy. And to the side of Lucy was a very small little blackboard with the words, Big Sister. Well, we got the message. Lucy was about to be a big sister. The prophet Isaiah offered the greatest birth announcement of all. It was a, a birth announcement to beat all birth announcements. 700 years before Christ was born, the prophet Isaiah explained Christmas before anyone ever experienced Christmas. It was one of those signs that we've been talking about all through Advent. The prophet Isaiah offered good news to a people who found themselves in a pretty tough strait. The Assyrians at the time were bearing down on the northern kingdom of uh, Israel. In the midst of that, Isaiah offered a word of hope that, that the oppression would soon pass. He offers that same word of hope to, to all people of all time, even for our time, even in the specific circumstance in which we find ourselves today. We read it just a few moments ago. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, 
mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the authority of a brand new kingdom would rest on his shoulders. You will remember that whenever Christ spoke, those who heard him marveled at the authority with which he spoke. He just had that, that aura of authority, not only when he was just present, but, but certainly with everything that, he, everything that he spoke. We do well to heed what Jesus says. We do well to study it. We do well to live it out in the power of God's Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus is king over a, over a kingdom unlike any the world has ever known. And think of it. You and I are citizens of that kingdom, not because of what we have done or what we have earned, but by the very grace of God. We find ourselves a part of God's kingdom because of the of his very love in our lives, the very free gift of his love through Jesus Christ, we gain entry and citizenship into that kingdom. The prophet speaks of the, of the promised one reigning on David's throne and over his kingdom and establishing and upholding it with, with justice and righteousness from that time and forevermore, even to the times in which we live today. God has done marvelous things through Jesus and continues to do that. He is, after all, the salvation of the world. Is Jesus the very salvation for your life? And if, and if that's not the case, if you, you can't offer that with a resounding yes, then, then let's sit down sometime. Let's, let's talk through that. Let's pray through that. Is Jesus the salvation of your life? In the midst of this time, when we are keenly aware of all sorts of injustice perpetrated on the lives of, of others, Christ seeks to lead his people to promote justice and righteousness at every turn. It is simply the way of his kingdom, justice and righteousness. And because of that, and because we are citizens in his kingdom, that sort of justice and righteousness ought to be uh, emanating from our lives literally at every turn and in every circumstance and in every relationship that we have. It is simply the way of God's kingdom, Christ's kingdom, justice and righteousness for all. The prophet Isaiah is, is not at all shy about uh, calling the one who is to come by name. He offers some wonderful names. Names have always been, uh, been, in, been important. To be called by name heartens us to no end. Name gives us identity. It, in some cases, names define who we are. Here's some of the names that the prophet Isaiah gives to the one who is to come. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Isn't it great that we have someone to lead us? Jesus offers direction to our lives. He points us in, in the ways we should go. He is always ready to listen, always ready to give good counsel. He is a wonderful counselor. And he will be called Mighty God. Christ is full of all power. He is the very 
embodiment of God and is all about reflecting God's love in our lives. He will be called Mighty God. He will also be called Everlasting Father. Jesus is the one who provides and protects. And isn't it great that he does? Isn't it great that we can stand uh, together and can witness to the fact of God's great blessing and provision through his Son, Jesus Christ? I don't know about you, but I, I don't know what I would do if it were not for Jesus in my life. I, I depend upon him so much. His provision, his protection means everything to my life. And he will be called Prince of Peace. Jesus is all about promoting peace, whether that be world peace or whether that be peace deep within each of our hearts. Jesus is all about healing and, and wholeness. Peace I leave with you, he says. My peace I give, give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Be, believe in me. Believe also in God. Do not be afraid. Now that's a, a good word. A good word for each of our lives. It's a good word for life today. Jesus is Prince of Peace. And if those names aren't enough, then, then hear what, what others have said. The angel said, unto to you a Savior is born, and he is Christ the Lord. John the Baptist said, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The Roman centurion said, surely this man is the Son of God. Thomas said, my Lord and my God. Peter said, God has made this same Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. And Paul said, nothing, nothing compares to the surpassing worth of Christ, my Lord. Who do you say that he is? What, what is it that you say when it comes to, to naming Christ for your life? What name do you use? For Isaiah, it was Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And by naming the child this way, the prophet once and for all answers the question, what child is this? We'll be singing about that in just a, just a moment. And as we sing, may we ponder that very question, what child is this? And most importantly, may we ponder that question as it relates to our lives. What child is this that would come and seek us out and shower upon us love to the end that we might be drawn to God and be in relationship with him, not only now, but for all eternity? I received another card this year that really touched my heart. It was from a good friend of mine in Lexington, Carolyn Jones, who uh, had a very serious eye surgery in March. Her recovery was slow and, and really right scary. I think Carolyn was wondering if uh, she would regain sight in, in, in her eye. She wondered if she would fully recover. In her couple of neighborhood children, Catherine and Hannah, they took chalk one afternoon um, in the spring, after Carolyn had had her surgery, 
they, they wrote on uh, Carolyn's driveway the words hope, health, and happiness. And they did so in very, very large letters. They covered a, a pretty large section of her driveway, hope, health, and happiness. Carolyn's husband, Jay, uh, took her out to see what the girls had, had done, even though everything for Carolyn was very much in a fog. Miraculously, as, as Carolyn uh, looked at the driveway, the fog of her eyesight began to clear. And the words the girls had written came into clear view. And that's something. And she writes this, Not only was I touched emotionally, but physically as well. Those girls were the very definition of faith. It never occurred to them that they would that I would not be able to see their work. They saw me as completely seeing, while I saw myself as not seeing. God restored my hope through the gift of pure grace. As Carolyn goes on to explain, the name Catherine means pure, and the name Hannah means grace. Pure Grace, What a beautiful name. That too is another name for our Lord. Pure grace. He is the very one whose birth we celebrate this season. And may we celebrate it with all the gusto that the very Spirit of God can muster in our lives. So Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. And hope health, and happiness to you and yours. May God bless us all. Let's pray together. And God, we thank you for your blessings in our lives. And above all, Lord, we thank you for the blessing of Jesus. We thank you for the one who comes. We thank you for the circumstance of his birth. We we thank you that we pause each year to ponder your, your great love through the baby Jesus. And as we consider this one who was born of humble estate, as we consider that he grew and lived and even died and rose again, may our lives be turned, turned toward you. And as we turn our lives toward you through Christ, may we know all hope, all health, and all happiness as we rejoice in your presence through him. This prayer we make in the name of Christ. Amen. Well, we asked the question just a second ago, what child is this? Let's uh, continue to ponder that question as we uh, sing that wonderful carol, What Child Is This? I'll invite you to stand and lift your voices to the Lord. If there's one thing that we can say about Jesus is that he is pure grace. He comes in all love. We do not need to earn it. We do not need to work toward his favor. We simply lay ourselves out in faith. We experience deeply pure grace. He is the very one that we celebrate this season. It is his birth that we find ourselves rejoicing over. 
It is his son, his grace that makes all the difference in our lives, whether it be this season of the year or any other season of our lives. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. And may hope, health, and happiness come to you and yours as you experience the pure grace that is Christ our Lord, the one who is born into the life of the world, the one who is born in our hearts. Let's pray together. And God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for, uh, for the great high and holy gift that is Christ for each of our lives. Lord, we come to this grand season yet again, and yet again we thank you for the gift that you have given. We are so thankful for Jesus. We are thankful for your pure grace that makes it possible for us to be in relationship with you. You have sent your Son. and Through him, we are able to be at one with you. So God, we, uh, we thank you. We thank you for this gift. And as we move through these, uh, these days ahead, may we see the signs of you at work in wonderful, powerful, and profound ways. This prayer we make in the name of Christ. Amen.